you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi there, it's Crystal, and I'm back to continue our theme, talking about putting on the new man. So I'm going to tell you a little something about myself, and feel free to make fun of me or (laughs) whatever you want to do. My husband thinks that I am so stubborn about this, but I promise you there's a reason why I'm telling you, and we'll get to that later. So I absolutely hate wearing a coat. And I also hate the cold, so you would think that I would welcome the warmth of a coat. But the coat I have is many years old. I can't even tell you how old it is. And it is way too big, and it's just so bulky. I hate getting into the car and feeling claustrophobic with all the stuffing squished around me. And it hasn't helped my stubbornness that I only live a few minutes from work. So I'm pretty content to warm up my car, put on a cardigan, and brave the cold as I race into the building. When I'm headed into town, I usually throw the coat in the back seat in case of emergencies, but most times it never leaves the back seat. Now, those of you that follow me on Instagram know we've had some very cold days in recent weeks. We have gone from having a day in the 60s or 70s to the next day feeling like negative 15 degrees. (laughs) There was one particular day that I went home for lunch and I was absolutely freezing, so I decided to put on my coat. And I commented to Mark how much warmer I felt as I headed back to work, which, of course, only demonstrated how silly my stubbornness about that coat really is. It's pretty simple, really. If I don't wear the coat, I might have more freedom of movement, but I'm going to be freezing. If I wear the coat, it's going to cause me minimal discomfort, and I'm going to be warm. So like I said, I don't tell you that story just to show how crazy I am. I want you to think about that picture as we dig into this month's theme, putting on the new man. First, we must understand that we are all made a new creature at the point of salvation. As Jesus talked to Nicodemus in John 3, he said, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. To be born again means to be born a second time from above, that is, from God, Or you could say to be radically new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Romans 6 gives us assurance that at the point of salvation, we are made free from sin. We are given victory over sin. Listen to chapter 6, verse 1 and 2. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And then if you skip down to verse 6 and 7, it says, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. We no longer have to serve sin. We are free. That old body has been destroyed. That body of sin has been destroyed and we have been made new. We have been made a new creature. Now that doesn't mean that we are never going to sin. 
we still live in this old flesh. I've heard it said that we can't become sinless, but we can sin less as we daily choose to put on that new man. We know it is good for us. We know it's the wise thing to do. Remember my coat story? Wouldn't it be the wise thing to do just to put on the coat? (laughs) But if we would allow God's word to renew our mind, we will sin less and less as we go along in our Christian life. I was reminded of the chapter in Pullin' Weeds, Plantin' Seeds. And if you don't know, that's the, the latest Bible study that I had published. And the chapter of worldliness versus holiness is what really stood out to me as I was preparing for this lesson. Uh, There's a quote in there. It says, we are no longer bound to it. Speaking of sin, we now have the power to choose. We can choose to walk as the old man and continue in sin, or we can choose to walk as the new man led by the Holy Spirit. We were sanctified at the point of salvation positionally, but practically we are becoming more and more sanctified as we draw closer to the Lord. I absolutely love this definition of sanctification from the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. It says, the act of making holy. In an evangelical sense, the act of God's grace by which the affections of men are purified or alienated from sin in the world and exalted to a supreme love to God. So this tells me it's not going to be my doing the sanctification. It is by God's grace that I'm able to be sanctified. I'm incapable of doing it on my own. And then to have my affections alienated from sin in the world, sin and this world should no longer have a hold on me. And My affections should be exalted to a supreme love to God. My desire should become to please the Lord and his love. The love I have for him will cause me to make a choice to put on that new man. So let's turn over to Ephesians chapter four, beginning in verse 17. It says, this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And of course, it goes on to list the things that we're going to put off. And and then we can also find things that we should put on. But the one thing it says there in verse 23, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The only way that we are going to be able to truly put off the old man and put on the new man on a daily basis is by the renewing of our minds. So of course, that takes me to Romans chapter 12. It's probably very familiar to you. Romans chapter 12, verse one and two. Let me flip over there real quick. 
It says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So for us to put on that new man over and over again, to make that choice, you know, like I said, I talked about my coat and I needed to choose to wear the coat because I knew it would make me warm. <laughs> when we put on the new man, we know that's the wise choice. We know that's when the Lord can use us. He can bless us because we're being obedient and we're trying to become more and more like Christ. And so it may be a little uncomfortable at times putting on that new man because our flesh wants to go back to those old ways, to the former conversation, to the way we used to be. And so it's a little uncomfortable. It's a little restrictive, but it's for our good, just like my coat. <laughs> so it's something we have to reach for over and over every day. We choose to put it on and we do that by the renewing of our mind. So what does that mean? We have to be in God's word. If we're going to make the choice to do right, we have to be in God's word. We have to be in fellowship with him in prayer so that we know what we are to do and how we are to handle different situations. So we don't react like in our flesh of the old man. And instead we respond the way the Lord would want us to. Oh, it will definitely be a battle. Paul tells us that in Romans chapter 7. Our flesh will constantly be at war with anything spiritually minded that we are trying to accomplish. But in Romans chapter 8, we find that we, as long as we have the Spirit, we've accepted Christ and we have the Holy Spirit living within us and we choose to walk in the Spirit, to walk as the new man, we can have victory. So in chapter 8, verses 5 and 6, it says, "'For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh.'" But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And then if you drop down to verse 9, it says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit of life, I'm sorry, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So we can have victory. We can have victory over sin, over the old man, as long as we're choosing to walk in the spirit and renew our minds on a daily basis. So one of the things that I did in that chapter on worldliness versus holiness was I challenged you or encouraged you to make a list of the things you are to put off and the things that you are to put on. So even if you've already done this study, I would encourage you to go back and, and do this again. Um, it would be taking the things from Ephesians 4, 17 through 521, 
and then also Colossians 3, 1 through 17, and Galatians 5, 16 through 26. And just make a list of all the things we're to put off, and then make a list of all the things that we're supposed to put on, the things that God wants to see in our life, the things that the new man would have. And so I would just encourage you to do that, challenge you to do that, so that you can continue this study on the new man for yourself. It's going to be a choice each and every day, just like me putting on my coat. We have to choose for ourselves over and over again to walk in the new man. I hope you've enjoyed this month's theme and be back here next week for a bonus episode on the Her Portion podcast. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.